17th turnover of Tom Siakam, the slam dunk in the exclamation point, 102-79. Kawhi splits a double, attacking in the foul. 29 now for Kawhi. He has destroyed them on two-man game. The Toronto Raptors, for the first time in a franchise history, will take a commanding three games to one lead in a series. And they'll look to close it out on Tuesday night back home at Scotiabank Arena. Welcome to the latest episode of That's the Rap Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jay Rosales. Uh, another exciting victory for the Toronto Raptors as mm-hmm. they wrap up a 107-85. Uh, I don't want to say blow up, but it, it it really did become a blowout there at the end, guys. Uh, victory over the Orlando Magic to take a commending three to one series lead um before jumping into the numbers who else do i got in line here guys welcome hey uh it's your boy dre uh i'm just glad that we are an nba podcast and not an nhl one right now because uh, the leafs are looking a little tied up um, <laughs> yeah but uh good luck to the leafs but as for now yeah the raptors are up three one uh looking more like the the kind of numbers we were hoping for uh in this first round uh Jason, what do you think so yeah, far? Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a beatdown either, uh, but at the same time, it's not like Orlando ever got control, and that's what I love about this team. Um, but before we go into that, uh, I just want to remind you guys, we are doing a post game for every Raptors uh, playoff game. These, these are just little snippets of uh, some some thoughts with the numbers of Jay. I'm going to give you some positives, and Dre's going to give you something that we can improve on for the next game. But because there's so many numbers to talk about, Jay, why don't you, why don't you give us a story and numbers? Uh, the story of the game for for this one, um, th- there's quite a few numbers that jumped out. Um, we saw the return of Kawhi Leonard. I mean, in that last game, we recorded like literally minutes after that game. And we were just, a, you know, you could tell between the three of us, we were a little bit baffled as to what happened with Kawhi. He was 5 for 19, didn't shoot too well. And not that long mm-hmm. after we found out that he, he was actually battling a flu. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, not to make excuses, but I mean just judging from what we saw in game two and that domination, it was, it was a little bit weird to see him fall off. So, so hard. Right. Yeah, There was no flu game Um, by Kawhi. (laughs) At least not yet. Not yet. Not not yet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he came back with a vengeance. I mean, no flu like symptoms to bug him here. Uh, He was just like how he was in game two, just absolutely dominant getting to his spots. And I mean, there, there was that uh, you, you guys may have mentioned this later on, but like that one, or, well, that was, was that one fade just over Ruchevich uh, in the first half, and I was like, "Man, that looked very Jordan-like." He was just yeah leaning back, and I don't know. He just looked great uh, from a numbers perspective. 12, 20, 34 points, and you know he was actually getting foul calls. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. <laughs> he For went once, to the line. Tony Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> or Mark Davis. Uh, he went to the line. Yeah, we 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 over. This is the other thing, right? I mean, the Raptors, their first two wins of the series, they were overcoming Mark Davis and then Tony Brothers. So yeah, this is, uh, I guess, a step in the right direction where they had a, you know, a regular officiating crew. I mean, so um, to continue with the numbers, um, Kyle Lowry again, another masterful game. He led the league in plus minus at plus twenty six. Um, it, it, sorry, I, I did overstep. I did overlook one part here, and that was the free throws. Um, it's still not a lot. I mean, they right. said it on the telecast that 
the Raptors are dead last in free throws uh, taken. I mean, they got up to 18 in this game. Still not a whole lot. I mean, that's I think that's the high for the series. Um, the Magic are just great at limiting the number of free throws. And um, the, the Raptors were still able to kind of work their way to the line. Again, it wasn't as, as high as you'd like to see. Um, but they hit them when it counts. Additional run numbers we want to look at. I think that, uh, Jay, you'll probably touch on this a bit. But the bench, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, the bench finally, Ooh. finally outscored the Magic's bench. And that this is the thing is we came into the series not really caring how the bench did. It's because our starters were like head and shoulders a lot better than the Magic starters. It's just a matter of the bench just kind of, uh, you know, maintaining the lead or just not losing too much of it. But this game... Powell and Ibaka really stepped up, uh, and to a lesser degree, I would say Van Vliet did too. He's not fully back yet, Van Vliet. He's he's still, um, yeah, you know, agreed. the shots aren't falling as as well as we'd like to see. But he wasn't a negative out there, right? And um, I guess that's that's a step in the right direction. But going back to Powell and Ibaka, I mean, Powell had sixteen points, and he was, uh, you know, being a menace uh, all over the floor, mm-hmm. and Ibaka had. 13 and 8. It was really great to see um, both of them still out there, you know, midway through the fourth quarter playing with that closing unit. So, I mean, uh, I guess I'll stop at the numbers there. I don't really want to go too far into what the Magic did. Um, Actually, no, I won't stop. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to keep going. (laughs) Two numbers here just quickly about the the Magic. They got their best game of the season uh, from the playoffs perspective from Aaron Gordon. 25 points, 7 boards, 5 dimes. Uh, he had a couple triples. He would looked great. Um, and as well as Evan Fournier had his game of the series, 19 points. He was eight of 16 from the field, but here's the thing. You got them stepping up and you know, you, you take your pluses with your minuses, right? Vucevic again was, was held, you know, under 50% shooting. He only had 11 points, five boards. He, he, he kind of regressed back to the game one into, uh, Vucevic. Um, so not so great there. Um, and again, going back to the fact that Gordon and Fournier had their best games of the series, and still the Magic got blown up by twenty points. So I think I'll leave it at that. Um, mm-hmm. Jay, um, I'm sure there's a lot of positives that came out of this game. What 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 jumped out to you? Okay, so I know we said this in game two, but Kawhi Leonard is a friggin' Raptor. I'm gonna keep saying that until he's not, and I hope it's not the end of this year. But he is so good, and I remember that play that you were talking about, um, Jay. He he basically, I, I believe, he got a steal or a block. I think it was a block, and then he he got the yeah. ball, uh, drove it to the middle of the lane. Uh, he definitely got fouled by Vucevic, but but then he uh, kind of gathered himself and then did a little fade away, no pressure. Uh, and there was like four white shirts around him, but still fade away, swish, Jordan-esque. It was fantastic. And you kind of can just tell that we have the best player in, in the series. And then you got Siakam, who's arguably the second best player of the series. And who, who'd have thought that, right? So uh, that one-two punch of Siakam Leonard is, is just phenomenal to watch. And I'm already thinking down the future, uh, like who we're going to face. And it's kind of looking like the 76ers. And we can we can deal with that in our, in our next pod. But like that, I don't know who can stop both of them at the same time, right? So yes, uh, Leonard, Siakam, I guess our whole starting five is just amazing. Second point I want to make is Nick Nurse. 
he's done a fantastic job coaching. Uh, well, at least for this game, he I thought he did such a good job uh, working with his lineups, uh, seeing who uh, who was working best, especially with the little Gasol and and uh, Ibaka tandem. We kind of tell that you know Surge is doing really well right now. Let's keep him in there. And then there is, uh, I believe there was like a five zero run by the Magic cut to cut the lead to thirteen. And then Nick Nurse, boom, let's call a timeout. Let's settle it down. We came back with a five. Oh, run for our own. I think Nick Nurse deserves a lot of credit. And then finally, uh, I wanted you, Jade, to find out what the bench points uh, for us because I thought our bench was f- amazing. I mean, uh, Fred Van Vliet is still coming back uh, to form. Uh, I'm still waiting for him to have a breakout game. So I'm going to give him a little bit of leeway, but Powell, 16 points, Ibaka, 13 points, eight rebounds. Uh, it was such a, a good relief to see our bench make a statement too and make a difference in this in this game because, again, we don't need to uh, put our starters out there for so long. The longest minutes that uh, one of our starters played was Lau with 39. No one no one uh, surpassed the 40-minute mark, and that's huge when it comes to, especially our first round. These are the Raptors we know. This is the second-place team of the NBA that we know and we should be watching for the rest of the series and for the rest of the playoffs. So there's so many positives. Those are the three that, that stood out to me, and yeah, I'm wondering what you guys think. Yeah, I think... Uh, I won't have a lot of negatives to say because a lot of these positives are negatives that I complained about earlier. Yeah. The bench not being too hot. They're better now. Nick Nurse not utilizing timeouts properly. He's figuring it out. I think that um, this blow had happened towards the end because I would argue that both teams played the best competitively this season so far. Like They were really kind of going head to head despite the fact that we were up by quite a bit throughout most of the game, but you know, they were tightening the, the, like their own lead, the magic, they were trying to squash our lead. It was pretty crazy. It, just, it was just at the end there where we began to like really dominate. Cause they just, I guess they just didn't have it in them. You know, it was like a loss of energy. It was yeah. just being outplayed by us, but they were really competitive throughout this entire game. They had an answer for almost everything that we did. Uh, despite being up by quite a bit. I mean, 10 points in basketball is really not that much, especially in the playoff game. So, mm-hmm. But that's because Nick Nurse was just always one step ahead, which is, again, let's not forget that this is the Magic team that were to playoff contention, had a hell of a run, and secured seventh spot between uh, four other teams that were dropping like flies, basically. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is this is still a really good team. And a lot of that comes from what you were saying, the bench getting tighter, Nick Nurse figuring it out and it's great because this is this kind of solid win where for once as a Raptors fan in the playoffs it's not like we're up 20 with five minutes to go how are we going to blow this <laughs> so it felt great <laughs> Jay do you have any thoughts yeah yeah no I, I you know it's funny because like you're saying that all the negatives were things that we talked about in the past it's obvious that Nick Nurse is listening to you yeah right 100%. so this is if he's one of our fans <laughs> <laughs> he has our logo uh, in the yeah, locker room man come on Oh, thanks, Nick. Call me. Yeah, there's reason for this. Is the reason why we were optimistic even after Game One, right? I mean, it's uh, this is the team that we've been expecting to play. We've expecting to see all year, Um, and yeah, there's there's just nothing but positives, and we should absolutely close this series out, um, Mm -hmm. you know, easily in 
on, on Tuesday. Um, if I'm a Magic fan, I mean, I was a, I would have already been, you know, pretty deflated after that that game three loss at home, where you know, you know, you get Vucevic going and everything's kind of going right, Kawhi not playing well, and you still lose. Um, but yeah, you, the the Magic jumped out to that early nine one lead, I believe it was, and they still couldn't yeah. hold on. Even at the end of the first quarter, they were already losing. So yeah. Yeah, they, there's really just nothing left for them to do. I mean, they're they've got no more answers. The the Raptors have already figured out Ross, except for those buzzer beating threes at the end. So yeah, I mean, there's that, that and there's there's nothing else that they can do. Yeah, and if I could point out a couple more things, is that we keep on breaking these records. Like Siakam is getting career games almost every night, and the Raptor, or yeah, I guess the Raptors have the best player we've ever had in franchise history in the playoffs. And we this is the first time we've ever been up three one in a series in franchise history in the playoffs. So. It, it keeps getting better, and we there. There's definitely. I, I feel like there's still room to improvement. We're not a perfect team, and we're going to face tougher opponents coming up, especially in the second round and possibly in the third. Uh, so we have to have a, a more of a perfect game. There are a couple of turnovers, unforced turnovers that we don't need. Serge Ibaka letting go of the ball, Kyle Lowry trying to do a weird alley oop to Siakam. Like there's some things that we don't need to do, and if we clean that up, then. I don't know who can stop us. I really don't know. I think the the biggest competition I feel that we have in the Eastern Conference is, is Milwaukee, right? Of course. But even with even with Milwaukee, they have one player. If we can shut down that one player, and I feel like we have two, maybe three players that can shut him down. Um, they look they're looking very scary right now, but because of the opponent that they're playing. So we have to play not we can't play to our opponents. We have to play our game, and I feel like that's going to bring us to the other level. And I'm pretty sure that's that's how we're playing right now, and I love it. I can't wait until we close it out. And for the Leafs, I hope you also close it out on Tuesday as well. And I think to um, like things that we can do for getting that douchebag sweep, uh, as you said, uh, not letting Terrence Ross get that three, the biggest problem there. Um, not closing mm-hmm. off quarters, which we really need to get better with is closing out quarters. Yes, I sir. think uh, the fact that we have the ball almost every single time I actually said he's going to score that, isn't he? And it, how was I right? This is like the fourth time that this has happened, whether it's Ross or anybody else in this series. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah. we need to close out a quarter because that's momentum in the next quarter, especially in an away game with Orlando fans going crazy. Because guess what? When Kawhi was silencing the fans, that was when we got our biggest momentum. Once the head games were finished, bam, we were up by like over 20, almost 30. Once the arena got silenced, but when Terrence Ross goes from half court and he gets it in because of our own stupid mistake, guess what? The crowd's going again. And speaking of stupid mistakes, as you touched upon, Jason, mm-hmm. um, unnecessary turnovers. And I notice a lot of that comes from when we're in the lead, we try to pull off like we're Golden State or Milwaukee or something. Do that one pass, no dribble, three three ball. It's not going in. We're not those teams. We got to play differently. Guess what? We got Kawhi Leonard, Marcus All. We got people who are good in the paint going up. You know, yes, we're good at three ball, but guess what? We're also good in the paint, and we've shown it with with these numbers. So slow it down a little bit, especially when we have the lead. We want to maintain the lead. We want it to grow because look at the, the last quarter. It looks excellent. They can't catch up. That's what we've learned with the Magic. They're not that kind of team that can pull off a Clippers 31 deficit victory. I mean, who can? But we need to do that more often, slowing it down when we've got that lead. 
Uh, lastly, Danny Green, getting better numbers, except for one, foul trouble. Not great. We need him. Yeah. We need him on the court. Even though Powell is a great substitute, Fred Van Fleet's kind of figuring it out when they have like the, the Van Fleet-Lowry matchup. I think Danny Green's, you know, he's finally hitting those shots that we need him for. Uh, it's just the foul trouble. The fact that he accumulated like three so early on and then four, we need this guy. We need this guy for his offense and his defense. I mean, just to make it a little bit stronger because the Magic are one thing. We need all of our assets against a superstar lineup like the 76ers and a monster team like Milwaukee. But if we have Danny Green in there, he could be the extra element to help us defeat an all-offense, slight defense lineup like the 76ers and figure out a backdoor strategy with Milwaukee because they're frightening. So we gotta we gotta figure out Danny Green. We can't get those fouls, man. Agreed. Jay, any closing thoughts? Man, the disrespect for Orlando and Brooklyn right now. We're just talking about Philly <laughs> as if this series is starting tomorrow. It's so well, good. <laughs> I, I, maybe maybe you could tweet this out later, but I, what, I want to know the percentage of teams that came back 3-1 besides Golden State. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just looking at – I'm playing percentages, man. You mean Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you bet Cleveland come back. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I get that. Like, and, I, and I'm, 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 I'm of the same mind too, right? I, I'm absolutely looking to, towards uh, towards uh, Philly, but uh, just, just to kind of, you know, just out of respect to Orlando, if if you want to, you know, let talk about like what what we need to do to close this thing out. Um, you know, there really isn't anything that we need to. to uh, you're right. You're right, Dre. Like, there are little things that we can kind of correct because it's not about necessarily fixing things to defeat Orlando. It's fixing things to make sure we're okay for the tougher teams right. like the Phillies, like the Bucks, like the Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. Having said all that, um, when when you go into work on Monday uh, and people still want to nitpick at something, and they will, um, maybe you want to nitpick at the fact that Gasol was only one for three from, from the field in this game. But get this. Mm-hmm. He, along with Kyle Lowry, are leading the league in charges drawn per game. Yes. He and Kyle Lowry are also among the top three in the league in deflections per game. Yes. So these guys are hustling, and they are hustling hard. Insert Rick Ross. Uh, <laughs> yes. The grunt. It, it included in those hustle plays. I mean, I'm just like in awe at all the Raptors all along this, these hustle leaderboards. Pascal Siakam is by far leading the league in contested threes per game. And Lowry is among the league leaders. I think he's second in the NBA in loose balls recovered. So we're all over the place. And this is a great sign moving forward. Like uh, like Jay was alluding to earlier, let's let's complete the douchebag sweep. Yes, sir. We also kept the magic to 85 points. In today's NBA, that's pretty crazy. All right. So hopefully we talk to you guys in uh, game five, finishing off this series. Until then, boys, that's a wrap. <laughs>